I love the show Shark Tank, and my guest today is John Pinto, who was on the show, offered a deal, and turned it down. His company, Boom Boom, is a nasal inhaler designed to change your mood with different scents. In the interview, we talked about how he came up with the idea for Boom Boom and how his parents inspired him. We also get into what happens behind the scenes on Shark Tank and his experience going on the show. I asked John about a couple of rumors I heard about the show that he really digs into. So without further ado, here he is. Okay, guys, this is the Habits and Hustle podcast, and today we have John, who created Boom Boom Naturals, which is a natural inhaler, and it's the number one natural inhaler. So thank you so much for coming. Of course. Happy to be here. Oh, great. Thank you. Thank you. So I remember when I was a kid, I would always use those vapor inhalers when I had a really bad cold, and this kind of looks like that's what it is, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Same delivery mechanism as kind of the old school Vicks inhalers or kind of those white label brands. So what is it? So basically what made you think of it? Like, why did you decide to do this? Because those are like old school from, I don't want to age myself, but like 30 years ago or so. And like, are they not out anymore? Are they not popular? Because I actually had a bad cold a little a couple weeks ago and I was searching high and low for them and I could not find them and yeah. they worked and they yeah. were, yeah. yeah, for sure. So we did not get the idea from actually the kind of the VIX inhalers you see here because those are more aimed towards like sinus and cold, as right. you mentioned. Right. Um, we, our story goes back to actually Southeast Asia in Thailand where it's not so much about the cold and sinus. It's more about using it for every day and using it to feel more alert, awake, refreshed. Um, so if you go to like Southeast Asia or, or anywhere in Thailand, you'll see like 10 to 12 different brands um, in any convenience store, there's just a bunch of them everywhere. And wow, people, like kind yeah. of like a smelling salt kind of thing, right? To yeah. kind, of, kind of get yeah. your senses Sim- away. Similar or- idea, you know, activating those smell receptors to like perk yourself up, um, but without like harsh ammonia and some of the chemicals that are in some of those products. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> like like for example, not mentioning anything, but starts with a V, maybe ends with an S type of thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, uh, at least from my understanding, with like the Vicks inhalers, right. Uh, I didn't see them anywhere either for a while. And I, and what I found out was they actually pulled theirs off the market because it had an active ingredient and it loved methamphetamine. Um, and some of like the other, like Rite Aid brands and Walgreens brands inhalers will still have that active ingredient. But if you go to the VIX website, they no longer have that. They relaunched their VIX inhaler as like a non medicated version. And so they do have the inhaler out now, but you probably didn't see it in stores because they kind of pulled back and I think they're now reintroducing this non-medicated version. Um, but if you go online, you can, you can find it. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like yeah. anything else you find online. <laughs> yeah. So do these, even though this wasn't the main reason why you start, you created this wasn't to, you know, help with nasal congestion. Does it actually help? Because oh, yeah. it, I would imagine like yeah. it's a, it's a very easy way to kind of help with this kind of like congestion or cold. Cause you're, you're sticking up your nose practically, right? 100%. Yeah. The menthol in there, the peppermint oil in there definitely opens you up a bit. We are very careful with what we claim because we don't right. want it to fall into the cold and sinus allergy product category. We feel like there's a bigger opportunity in kind of the mass, like refreshment, rejuvenation, um, market and, and an alternative way to, um, feeling refreshed right. you know, as opposed to, um, maybe even having an energy drink, you can, you know, sniff your boom boom and 
feel a little bit more awake. I love that. So then what, okay, what made you even think, what was your background? Like, why did you even think of doing this? Yeah. So my, both of my parents are functional medicine practitioners. So I grew up with a pretty mm. alternative background. Both are chiropractors by trade, okay. um, but more in like the energy medicine now as they've kind of evolved with their practice. And so essential oils were always a big part of my, my upbringing. Oh, gotcha. And, um, my, the, the co-founder of the product, um, had actually traveled to Thailand and came back with the idea and was like, look, we should look into this. And ever since then, I've just been completely pulled to the product and, um, it really kind of made it my mission to, to bring it to the masses. Right. And yeah. there's, do you, like, I know you say you're the number one inhaler, but is there a lot of competition though? Cause like I said, I don't really see it anywhere. So there, so there's no, the unique kind of differentiator with our inhalers is that they're, they're flavored too. Right. right. So there are no other flavored inhalers. So there's melon, winter mint, berry, cinnamon, you know, probably have a few others at some point. Um, in terms of the kind of the cold and sinus and allergy products, there's, uh, there's Olbus is a, is a brand that's in whole foods. They're mm -hmm. like, they're the only inhaler that's in whole foods. Um, and then you have Vicks and then there's a few other players that have popped up on Amazon, um, probably cause they've seen the success that we've had. Right. Uh, but again, it's still focused on kind of that niche market of not feeling so good. Okay. So a couple of things. Number one, I mean, you were on shark tank. Yeah. And you did not take a deal, which I want to understand. I actually want to know about the process because I know a lot of entrepreneurs, like that's like their, that's like the, that's like the, the thing they're like, they're striving to do and to be on. And it's super competitive. Oh, yeah. And I want to know like in all, like all honesty, how was the experience? And I don't just say, Oh, it was great and lovely. If it wasn't number one, the, yeah. the ex my experience with shark tank was amazing. I like, uh, a huge shout out to like all the people that put on that show, um, at ABC, Sony, like they, they, it's 10 seasons now and it's, it's very dialed in. Um, I love it as a person watching it. Yeah. It's like, it's very captivating. Yeah. But behind the scenes, like yeah. what, what's the process to even get on? Yeah. So, um, I did sign a very lengthy agreement, so right. I, I don't want to give like too much away, but the actual steps to getting on are, are pretty straightforward. You do like a, an open call, which we actually bypassed because I had sent an email in um, mm -hmm. like six months prior and they called me and they're like, Hey, like what's going on with your business? Is it still up and running? Yada, yada. And, and they're like, Hey, can you get us a video in the next like week? So I bypassed the open call. We sent in the video. And then if they like the video, you have to, you basically get paired up with like a team of producers okay. and then they help you create kind of your, your pitch, which then you have to do another video and then that gets shown uh -huh. to some of the executives. And then from there, um, you literally have another, you go in person and you pitch to like 25 people, like none of the sharks, but like, uh, all the executive producers basically of the show give you like the final, like green light. Okay. These, these guys can, can go on. Right. Um, so that, so actually getting before you even get to the chance of possibly even making it on television, you're actually already auditioned multiple times yeah. and been rehearsed and, and, and have already had like some kind of performance, so to speak. Yep. On, and do they have like, what was your, not to interrupt you, but what was, mm -hmm. what were you adding revenue by the time that they were, that why they were so interested in you? So our first full year of business was 2016 okay. uh, and then 2017 was the second full year. So we, we went from 225,000 to 756,000 oh in 2017. Um, and then 
this last year, 2018, um, we were projecting when we went on the show to hit 1.1 million and we came in just below that. So, Oh wow. So about three years of business and about 1 million revenue. Yep. Okay. And so where, and where were you selling? You were selling on your website? Yeah. On our Amazon. website, Amazon. Um, we go and do a lot of live events as well. So okay. we, we, um, I've had a lot of sex, a lot of success, sex? success, <laughs> a lot of sex. Yeah. <laughs> wow. With these boo-boo inhalers, that's lot, awesome. <laughs> a lot of success selling. Um, Am I making you nervous? No, no, at, at, not at all. At, um, live events. So music festivals oh, okay. is a really good You're place. Very red right now. I'm sorry. Yeah. Me too, to call that out. Sorry, go ahead. Love it. Mm. Love it. Um, we go and sell at a lot of music festivals. So okay. we'll go and set up shop and you know, three days and have a lot of traffic come through for us. That's a really good way to close the loop from the people seeing it online, maybe for the first right. time and seeing some of our fun marketing being like, Oh, I've seen that online and they'll come up and they'll try it. So those are really the only three places we've been selling. We we're in maybe like 200 retail stores, um, just randomly throughout kind of the country, like health food stores or uh, convenience stores, okay. health, health food stores, uh, really just kind of, they're all very random. A lot of inbound inquiries like, Hey, we want to sell your product in our massage shop or right, right, whatever right. it is. Right now we actually just hired on our first kind of full-time outbound salesperson. Oh, so good. you should start seeing us in more retail locations more sooner than later, which Pretty soon. is exciting. But they weren't so interested in like the shark tank people. They were more interested. Were they interested in the numbers, how you went from 225 to 725,000 to projection of 1.1 did they even care or did it is it more that they just love the product and they thought oh this is a cool thing to have on the show like is it more product based or is it just is it it's story based it's more it's i felt like it was more product based right it's more like is this going to be good for tv is it unique enough right how's their story um and for us yeah i felt like it was more product product focus and and good for TV. I mean, they, they haven't had anything like boom, boom on the show. I mean, there isn't anything like boom, boom, but right. to see like, you know, Mark Cuban, or whoever put something up their nose on TV. It's, I mean, it's good TV. Right. It's visual. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a great visual. visual. Right. And, and we know that when most people try it for the first time, there's usually a pretty positive reaction, at least like, Whoa, like, because they haven't tried anything like that before. Right. Right. Um, right. Especially since it's flavored. So we felt like that was kind of our unique thing. And then my wife actually came on the show with me, which was a lot of fun. That was a once in a lifetime experience. Oh, and she, so she doesn't normally <clears throat> work with you on the reg on the regular. She, I mean, in any startup, you know, she, there's everybody's kind of all hands on deck. Yeah. She's a really good, good marketing mind. So she helped out with some of the marketing and some of the live event stuff. Right. Uh, but she's a dentist by trade. So she, Oh God. So yeah, yeah, nothing to do with this really. Nothing to do with this. Well, I mean somewhat cause your nasal I, I cavities, it's say, all connected, but it's a part of the face. It was, and... it was I mean, a, uh, definitely a positive having a doctor next to me on talking the show, about talking the about benefits, it and being yes. like, Hey, like, you know, and we could pull out some studies and like really back up some of the things we, we were talking about. And so that was also part of it is like our story and, and us going on together as this married couple and kind of pushing for, you know, the American dream, you right, know, making your course. business happen. So of course, and it's a great TV for having that, that kind of com camaraderie with you and your wife. So then what happened when you got onto the show? So then you go on now, was your episode aired? Cause I know a lot of people actually get to that point and then their episode doesn't even show, right? So it's not aired. they, I believe they film enough pitches okay. to, do 26 episodes, but only 22 
like I think ABC only bought like 22 episodes. So some people do not get aired. Right. We were aired on October 28th of 2018. And crazy enough, I feel very blessed. We actually got rerun like last week. Um, the That's same. great. So they did like a, they're doing like Sunday's uh, Shark Tank, like double headers where they'll right. play the new one and then they'll rerun another episode. And we got, we got picked, which was awesome. So what happened when, when your episode actually airs, what does your numbers turn? Like, do they spike and cry? What, what happens? So we, I was there with my, my ads guy. We're looking at like Google analytics live and watching all this stuff happen live. Cause it airs on the East coast. Right. Uh, I guess it was 6 PM our time. And you just see the traffic just like start to go up and I'm like refreshing my Shopify app and my yeah. Amazon app and like nothing's happening. And I was like, oh my God, do people, are people not ordering the product? Right, right, but right. The next thing you know, like it just glitched. There's so many people on the site ordering that it just didn't update. <laughs> oh my gosh. So we ended up, you know, not to give like very specific numbers, but we did. No, we, no we, actually I want to have specific well, numbers. Well, we did. Okay. So to give you some reference, we did as many orders in the the night of Shark Tank in the week following as we did the entire last year. Wow. So we, and, why, why the week following? Did they, did they show commercials that had you on there? Like why would there be a week following? Or the, the week after. The week so, after. Because it's, because it's, it's. Uh, I, I thought you meant the week following no, no, no. going into the episode. No, no, no. Because it, it gets, it, I see, I see people are DVRing course, it. It course. drops on Hulu like the next day. Like a week after the episode aired. Yeah. So it aired that Sunday. Wow. And then that whole next week was totally crazy. And we were just like, you know, getting orders. Wow. We have a, a third party that packs out all of our orders and. We got everything out within, I think, 10 days. It was a, We were a little bit backed up, but it was an amazing experience. So what's the price point of each one then? We sell our... We have like a, a build-your-own three-pack, okay. which is what most people order uh, right. for $19.95. And then oh, we do a, yeah. a our five-pack, which is all five flavors, for $29.95. Okay, so it's very reasonably priced. Yeah. It's like, and so how long does each one last, though, for? They last... Keep that closed... It'll last for about three months. Oh, good. The okay. intensity of it will slowly fade. Dissipate, yeah. But if you keep it closed and just like sitting on your desk, it'll last for, I mean, even more than a few months, but the intensity goes away and it's like, okay, time for a new a one. A new one. Yeah. So, okay, let's go back to Shark Tank. So then who offered you a deal? Like what happened when you walked in there? Yeah, the, well, you kind of like black out. It was like- I'm sure. It was like, we've, my wife and I have seen every single episode. And so the door, like- you're standing there between those first doors and like your cue is when the doors open oh the first gosh. set of doors and then you oh walk down <laughs> and when the door swings open, I mean, you're, you're out of your own body. You're kind of like looking at yourself walking into the tank. Oh my God. I love the show too, by the way. So I don't know. I didn't see yeah. your episode. That's why yeah. like, I, I don't watch everyone, but like I'm excited for you because yeah. it's so like, I could just imagine the excitement and anxiety well, going and, in there. And imagine this. So you walk up, you hit your mark because they show you all this like ahead right. of time. And you just, they're like, you just stare at the sharks for about 30 seconds as the camera wraps around to get the shot they need. And right. then you like hear just a voice that says like, begin. Oh my and you just go. And Chelsea, my wife was like, did you even hear them say begin? I was like, well, yeah, I started the fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she came in, you know, after that, but it was, yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And then you, you go through the pitch, like my biggest fear walking in was, them not liking the product. So I, obviously like blowing right. the pitch or stumbling on the pitch right. is like, 
we practiced so much. It was just second nature. There was no way we were going to mess up the pitch, Mm -hmm. but then you hand the samples out. And a lot of times what people don't really realize is your sense of smell is tied directly to, to memory. And so you have some people who smell like our winter mint flavor, for example, who use this similar flavor, like chewing tobacco. And they're like, oh my God, that reminds me of my dip from 10 years ago. Right, right. And so my biggest fear was this, the smell they picked up first reminded them of something that they didn't like, right. which is hard because they all smell pretty damn good, at least right. in my opinion. Like what's not to like about watermelon or, right? or wintermint. Yeah. And so we got through, they all tried it and they were like, and you, I'll show you the, the episode at some point. I'll send you the link. Can you please? It was, I would love yeah, to it was, see it. Every, they all loved it. They were all like, this is great. Robert was like, this is amazing. Like Lori was excited about it. Mark liked it. And Charles Barkley was the guest shark. So, I was going to ask Char- you, who was the guest shark? Okay. <laughs> Charles Barkley was on the I love show. him. Okay. Was he nice? Oh, yeah. He was okay. nice. I grew up in Phoenix watching him play oh. uh, for the Suns. So it was just a very serendipitous. Yeah, 100%. The whole thing was, was, was a lot of fun. And we got through that first part. And... Once they all tried it and what liked it. What did you ask it, for, by the way? You didn't tell us what you asked for. So we went in and asked for 300000 for 10%. Okay. Um, which we felt was a, a fair valuation based off of where we're at and looking at other consumer products with like a million dollars in revenue, like mm-hmm. a, a 3X multiple seemed reasonable. But, um, you know, we got down the pitch and there were some concerns here and there, but they got a little bit stuck on some of our, our margins going into retail. We went in saying, hey, we want to sell these for $3.99 right at the point of purchase. We feel like that's like the sweet spot. Although we've been selling them for $4.99 and $5.99 and $7.95 on our website. And so they got a little bit hung up on like, okay, well, why are you selling it for $7.95 on the website? And you want to undercut yourself for $3.99. And, which is true. Which is very true. Right. But our whole thing was hey, we genuinely feel like this is a point of purchase product. And so to, if we can come in at that lower price point where it really is just like a like mindless right. like grab to try it for the first time, that that's the price point we needed to be at. And Based on what though? Do you have a business background, by the way? Like I know your parents were doctors or chiropractors function. What did you, where did you go? Did you have a, do you have an MBA? I, do you have a... I went to Emory University okay. out in Atlanta and I went to the business school there. Undergrad business school. Okay. Didn't do any MBA. Not to say that makes a difference. <clears throat> no. I'm just wondering like, were you basing on like Excel spreadsheets that you, like a, an EBITDA that you had experience with before? Or what, like where did the, you get the, the price, idea? Yeah. The price point of $3.99 was purely from our own tests Test. in retail. Okay. That's like, what I wanted yeah, to Yeah. Going around, I mean, I spent a you know, six months going around LA, getting it in 7-Elevens and here and there and just seeing what happened. And $3.99 was that price point where it really just moved. And so we went in with that strategy and, you know, reflecting now, um, you know, maybe we could have done things a little bit differently with the, with kind of how we price things out. But, um, overall we were super happy with just going in and, and having a, it doesn't always happen where you go in and, you get an offer and what was the offer you didn't tell us so robert made us an offer oh okay yeah everybody passed they had their reasons why robert made us an offer but he wanted 36 percent for 10 for three hundred thousand. why 36 Um, what was his reasoning like why not 37 or 35 because myself and the other co-founder at that time both owned 30 a little over 36 percent of the business we had initial investors like way back in the day um 
who invested like on the idea, right? Mm. And so he was like, I want to be in as the same level as you and the other guy. And I was like, okay, well, we can't do that. (laughs) We countered, we countered. um, I said, what'd you do, 15%? And he was like, no. And then I said, look, the most we were willing to do when we came in here is 20%. He's like, can't do it. And so I was like, all right, they're like, thanks guys. So we like really? walked away. Yep. Oh Pretty crazy. My, my gosh. W- and then so the the funniest part, and my wife and I always laugh at this, is you walk out and the camera's right there. And like we gave her post interview yeah. and all that. And well, there's two funny things. One is you see before you go on and after you go on, it's required that you meet with their like on-site psychiatrist. <laughs> Are you serious? I swear to God. That's a great tip, but I had no idea. So they have an on... Let me, say, let me just like take that in for a second. So the Shark Tank has an on-site psychiatrist that everybody has to see before and after they go on and talk to the sharks. Yes. And and I was like... I don't think anyone really knows about that. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have said that, but... No, I know. I'm saying like... I signed it. I actually think that's very smart and it's it, and it like well, it's it, super proactive on their part because you want to make sure that the people when they're leaving they're not going to go kill themselves for well, not getting a deal and you and because you you're you liable see some of these yeah. people go on the show and they've have second mortgages on their home and they are all in 100 like, percent all in and they get ripped apart and oh absolutely you want to make sure they're mentally sane and we went in and i was like that my my feeling when we walked out was I had two feelings. One was that was awesome. That was so much fun. And then the other feeling was none of them really saw the bigger vision for the product. I've always seen this as being everywhere in every, every convenience store, every whole foods, like every place where there's products. Like a five hour energy. Yeah. Just, just everywhere. It's like anybody with a nose can use it. It's enjoyable. (laughs) Kind of like gum, you know, kind of similar to gum. I Gum guess so. Nose, Anyone with the right? nose could use it. Yes. And, and so they didn't. They didn't see that, and and that's okay, you know. But those are the two kind of feelings that I left with when we when we kind of got out of there. Because but, you're seeing it as a quick pick me up, like you would like a like a five hour energy. Yeah, like a five hour, or even you know, even like throwing in a piece of gum. Like it should. Why do you put in gum? It's like oh, it feels good. It's, it's a refreshing. Good pick, it's, it, it, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. You know, it's kind of like... Even though the price point's more expensive than gum, but you're trying to create a whole new category for what it, that it is. it lasts for a long time. Yeah. No, I, so, I understand. And also, yeah. like, no one's going to be more passionate about this than you, right? Because yeah. this is your thing. Yeah. And so I can understand that. Like, it's a... It's, it could be a... It could be a... Um, a long sell to tell to kind of get other people to have that same yeah. passion on that thing. One but of, go on. Yeah. One of the... Recently, a buddy of mine was like, you know, you, if you think of business, like products, ideas as like a wave, right? There's, if you create a beverage, it's like the wave is already there, right? Right. If you can do it better and have a more of a unique product than other people, you sh- hopefully can be successful with boom, boom. It's like, we've created a new wave, right? Yeah. So it's taking more time to like build that Absolutely. up. But I feel like with that, there's a lot more opportunity in the long run. If you're, if it's a good product and you're willing to stick with it. Well, I also think <clears> because <throat> the price point is, it's feasible for the majority of people. It's not so expensive or where people have to second get, like think twice or three times, right? Yeah. Especially if you can get it down to three ninety nine. At yep. seven ninety five, I will say, like even someone who, I mean, I have like a little bit of expendable income, I would not be so, I, I would be like, well, do I really need it? Sure. But three ninety nine, you're right. Like point of purchase while I'm buying some gum or like whatever yeah. at the front, 
I might as well like mince. I can just get this and save a couple calories, yeah, you know, yeah, for exactly. the same thing, right? Yeah. But okay, so then the on-site psychiatrist. So before, because I guess like you were saying, to your point, people do have second and third mortgages. Yeah. They don't want to have a situation where someone's like, this is like, like all or die for somebody and yeah. they don't get a deal. Yeah. So with you, you seem to be... I mean, I don't know you very well, but you seem to be pretty like level-headed. Yeah, and, right? and, we, and, and, so, we, and so one more point to that, which was funny, and I didn't even really expect this because, you know, I don't tend to have like a ton of like fear and worry, and those things come up a lot in my daily life. But the day after Shark Tank, when I woke up, because you you do kind of like black out when you're in there. I'm like, sure you don't really remember everything. And so Chelsea, my wife, and I, we both woke up and we were like, "What happened in there?" Like we didn't remember. We like, uh, we're like, oh my gosh, like, well, we got an offer. So like, that's good. But like what happened inside the tank? And like, right. I, I genuinely couldn't remember really like the bits and pieces, of course. Right. But it took about 24 hours after that till it like started to come back. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. So this happened and that happened. And then I was like, oh, okay. Like I can feel good about that. Like, right. I know the feeling I had when I left was like very positive. So right. I wouldn't have had that otherwise right 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 but that was the the one very interesting thing for me where i was like i came out of there and i did i felt like dang like i don't know what happened did we just like look like idiots on tv right, like, right. You, don't, you don't you don't know you don't know and then you don't and then you definitely don't know how they're going to edit you so that's always a problem you with sign TV. you sign your life away it's it's like a 75 page agreement and it says multiple times like we can edit this however we want right and you're gonna have to be okay with that Wow. So then did you have any interaction with the, with Charles Barkley or any of the other sharks afterwards? Or was like, basically you have your five minutes to kind of do your pitch and then they kind of just like, you get out of there, you do your little post-production thing and then you're out and you never have anything, like you never see them or talk to them again. So you get, you get a chance to see your setup, uh, before you go down and do the real thing, which they were so amazing about. They're like, Make sure the setup is exactly how you want it. This is your business. They even say, if you want to scrap the pitch that you've practiced for the last three months and say whatever you want, go for it. Like they, it's genuinely like your wow. business, do whatever you want. And so when you walk down and you see your setup before you're about to go in, some of the sharks are hanging out and you, they're not mm. talking to you, but you can see them and kind of break the ice. And so the first time those doors open, isn't the first time you're seeing right. them. And so we were able, we saw a few of them just hanging out. Um, but then after you're not, they don't even want you to go up and like, shake like hands. shake hands or anything. It's, it's, Hey, if you get a deal, they'll come up to you. And I think part of that is like camera angles and lighting and all that, but right. no, there was no, talking. or also they're such, they run such a tight ship. Now that show is so successful. They have it down to a science of what's going to work, how to get as much out of it and like have like, it's like a machine basically. Yeah. But then, okay. So I had a question I heard, and this could be a rumor that, where if you do get on and your show airs, right? Even if you don't get a deal or make a deal, Shark Tank, the comp, uh, Disney or Shark Tank will get one percent of your company in perpetuity for the rest of your life. Is that true? No, it's not true. It at least as I understand it, it used to be true. Okay, so that was something that, that at they some had point in- that was in place, and I believe Mark Cuban said you guys continue doing this like they had done a few seasons he's like i don't think this is fair i'm not going to do the show anymore if you guys keep taking pieces of companies basically right and so they've stopped so no there's no no strings attached 
I would have given them 1%, honestly. It was that valuable for us. Wow, yeah. yeah it was, it was, um, and there's, there's nothing else like it, right? You go in and. There was nothing else like it. There's nothing else like it. That and, exposure to like, you know, especially I think now we're in like a wave of time where uh, like entrepreneurial is, like anything that's entrepreneurial, it's, there's such a, it, it's like, there's, there's such a excitement and um, like a, the, the amount of, uh, what's the word I would guess, this attention on sure. entrepreneurs yeah. is I feel bigger than it's ever been. 100%. Right? Like people are so fascinated by given this, not just this podcast, but a gazillion other podcasts and every other media company is creating things like, like this to kind of have a peek into what entrepreneurs go through, the sure. habits of entrepreneurs, which is what this is about, yeah. right? Which we'll get to later. Um, and that Shark Tank is at the precipice of all of it. It was the, yeah. it was the original and it's still the best. Yep. I mean, it's worth it to give a percent. Yeah. But I, I will tell you something, like a little funny thing. Um, years and years ago, I created a shoe company and I was approached by Shark Tank. It was their first season. No they way. weren't even, yeah, like their first season. And they and, were probably looking for And they businesses. were looking yeah. for companies and people to put on, right? And, um, they, you know, basically, long story short, part of the contract back then was no matter what happens, we were, we we're going to take 1% in perpetuity no matter what. And my partner at the time was like, that's crazy. I'm not going to do it. Da, 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 da. So we, and then like, we don't even know what the show is. It could be yeah. a total stupid show. We're going to give a percentage away to some nobody, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, obviously that was, mm -hmm. you know, in, you know, looking back at it, you know, that, I may, so I'm happy to hear that, you know, that 1%, like, so I never went on, obviously. Um, but I definitely, if I was, if I were to do that decision today, absolutely, I would give that 1%. Yeah. But I'm glad to hear that it's also out of the contract because I do think, you know, that is, it's kind of, it's not fair. These people, you know, just, it is entertainment. And so you shouldn't be taking a percentage of like a, you know, an innocent, poor, innocent sure. entrepreneur, right? Especially yeah. if they have seven mortgages on their house, yeah, right? exactly. But, um, so then what, okay, so you had a partner and now you don't have a partner anymore. You're, you're solo running this thing. Are you have a lean, is it lean, but do you have a bunch of people working with you? What's your deal? So I have, uh, right now I have three full-time people and myself, and then I have a handful of contractors. Oh, like independent like, contractors. Yeah, yeah. Like graphic design, um, paid like ads online, Instagram, Facebook. Right. Uh, are those about, helpful? Oh, that's how I built the business. Right. We built the business through running Facebook and Instagram ads and direct messaging people on Instagram, sending out free samples. It's a very small, light product. So right. we can send this very inexpensively to thousands of people. So um, you, are you basically just uh, picking influencers in health, wellness, or are you picking a lot of like different nutrition? Like who are you picking and yeah, who's doing the it's, picking? It's a, so right now right here? it's a, uh, it's a wide variety of people. We're really testing different spaces. Um, so yeah, health and wellness, like power lifters who are already using like smelling salts. Mm. Uh, the party scene loves it. Um, the cannabis culture mm. loves it as well. Yeah. Um, we're creating some new SKUs that are a little bit more um, mainstream. The tubes are going to be white. There's going to be one specifically for like relaxation that's lavender based. 
Uh, we're doing a CBD infused inhaler, which I'm super pumped about. We're coming out with the whole CBD line. Of course you are. I feel yeah, like you, you and everyone to, else. To, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Not with this, but like CBD is like the yeah. new coconut oil. I feel like everyone has something yeah. in CBD coming One, out. Or... Yeah. And so th- I'm, there's a lot of things I'm, I'm excited about and it's, there's, it's an interesting enough product where people are like, Oh, I'll try that. And, right. and they want, and they're interested to learn more. And so we, yeah, we work with a bunch of different influencers and, um, are you paying them or is it just barred or paid? Like you'll just, they will, you know, get it free. They'll get free inhalers if they just do a post. That's generally what we right. do. We've tested some paid stuff and it does work depending on the influencer, but I was gonna, it's that pretty was, crazy. Like with these like micro influencers, people with like absolutely. under 10,000 followers that are just really hustling and grinding to like build their pages. They have crazy engagement and like really like, They'll, people will buy what they're telling them. Oh, absolutely. I'm a, big, so, I'm a big believer in that. In fact, what I was going to ask you was, have you, did you, have you found that when you do all these social media influencer product giveaways, how helpful has it been to the sales at the bottom line of your business? Has it been, or is it more Facebook ads, digital marketing beyond just social media? It's the, the paid advertising stuff is where we can really track it. Mm-hmm. Um, the influencer stuff is a little bit tougher to track cause there's different ways you can set up these campaigns and, you know, yes, you can use coupon codes to like track stuff, but then it seems a little bit, it, sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't cause it just doesn't seem genuine right. from these people. So it's like, we found that yes, it definitely helps the bottom line harder to track sometimes than other times, okay. but it's not as, uh, specific as like Facebook where I know if I spend a hundred dollars, I'm going to get. X in return. Right. Which right. for scaling. You see a return yeah. on your investment right away with that, right? Like yeah. the, because you see a one plus one will equal two. Exactly. And what you just said, I think I agree. The micro influencers, in, in my experience, are way more effective than doing these like mass, yep. mass people who have got millions of people following yeah. them because most of it are, most of those people are, are have dead influencers mm-hmm. and they're not as engaged. Exactly. But someone who has 10,000 or even 5,000, yep. if they, they will have like their 5,000 are super, super diehard followers yeah. and they care and they're engaged yep. and they're listening. It's way more effective and it's cheaper to yeah. get that. Well, it's for us, it's, you know, if I look at sending a three pack via USPS first class mail, all in, I can spend five bucks and get this out to, let's say, a hundred people right. for 500 bucks. Right. And I'm going to pay one person 500 bucks for one post. It's, it's, um, it depends on the influencer. If it's a influencer who's, you know, but you're not going to get anybody crazy big for 500 bucks anyway. No, so you're not. It's like, is it really worth it? I, I don't know. You're not going to get, I mean, listen, I mean, also your product is not an expensive product though, right? Like, and I think that the problem, the problem is like you're, I, I agree with you. I feel like it could be like one of those things that's like cheap to mail. You have way more bang for your buck sending out like to a thousand people mm-hmm. who will do it for free, quite exactly. frankly. Because yep. once if they have 5,000 or 8,000 people, they're just happy to get free product. Exactly. Right? Versus these big astronomical pages that they want a huge fee. They don't want to do it. They become worse than A-list celebrities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Seriously. Like, it's easier to give this to like Britney Spears probably than to giving it to some like schmo I, on social media that just is yep. some random it's person. It's a crazy world it's, we live in. It's a crazy it's world. It's amazing. It's amazing. I love it all. But it's really funny from a business side looking at this and being like, okay, is 
this does this work? Does it not? Right. And making those decisions, you know, and I'm always, I'm a big fan of like testing things out right. at least once, maybe twice just to see what happens. Right. So we've done some of that stuff through, um, through like FameBit and some of these other influencer platforms. Right. Where, What's FameBit? Which one is uh, that? I think YouTube owns them. Of course. And it's, yeah, <laughs> I think they bought them a couple of years ago, but there's, there's a few other ones where they have just like a marketplace of influencers and brands and you can put as a brand, you can put up. Hey, this specific project and oh yes, 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 so a like couple those, of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, we've tested some of that, and it's. But maybe again, tell tell me to say that what it is because I think a lot of people don't know, and that could be a really this could that could be a good way or a platform for brands who mm-hmm. who are looking for exposure. So yeah. FameBit is. Yeah, FameBit is a is a marketplace for influencers and brands to come together and see if there's an opportunity to work together where brands can say, Hey, I would love you to create a video or insert this into one of your videos organically. And I'm willing to pay 500 bucks or a thousand bucks or whatever. And then, and it's, it's just, it's nice. It's a cool process where it's kind of automated. It's trackable. Um, you're when you pay, it's, it's kind of held in escrow. So they don't get their money until the work is delivered and it's approved. And it's just a systematic way for, for brands to like start to dabble in like the influencer world. Right. And then, okay, I have a couple other questions for you and then you can go home <laughs> or not. You can say all day. I'll be here all day. Yeah, Hang you can out. be here all day. It's fine. Um, first of all, I, what's, do you have like a rollout for what's next or you're going to try to be like, just, you're going to pick one product, do it extremely well. And that's how you're going to make your fortune. Or are you thinking like in 2020, 2021, I want to come up with X as a, as a ex- brand extension. So as an entrepreneur, uh, as you probably know, I call it shiny object syndrome mm-hmm. where you're like, yes, oh my God, I want to do that. I want to do that. And I've gotten caught up in that a few times and always look back and be like, like you just got to stay the course. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, 100% true. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, I've, again, I've learned that lesson a couple of times, um, but for Boom Boom, we do have a couple. We have a, an essential oil uh, roll-on line. So we have four other SKUs that are like roll, like organic essential oil mm-hmm. blends that you roll on your skin and you put around. Smell really good mm-hmm. for like different. different I'm wearing uses. one right now. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. I'll follow up with with uh, with you and send some. But they're yeah. they're great. And so I think having that as like a nice add-on to the online store is amazing. Um, for me, I am laser focused on getting these inhalers and every other inhaler that we roll out, like our sleep one or our nausea one that we're coming out with in the stores and like being the brand, when you associate anything nasal inhaler, it's like boom, boom. Like even if it's not a boom, boom, oh, that's a boom, boom. You know, and that's my- Like Kleenex as for like tissues. tissues. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's my bigger plan and vision right. for this. It gets synonymous with what, what it is. Basically. And I want, I, you know, I'll throw this out there on camera. You know, it's like, I want the people at VIX, you know, to be like sitting around a table in like five years from now being like, what is happening to our inhaler sales? You know, like <laughs> why is nobody buying our product anymore? And they'll do some research and they'll be like, oh my God, Boom Boom is just crushing us with all of these different SKUs they have. And here's the audience they built online and have kind of built this story around aromatherapy and like putting things in your nose that are healthy for you. Right. Not and, Coke. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and like, I see that. Joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. I see that as kind of the future of boom, boom and, and yeah. what I'm going to be staying laser focused on until that happens. 
and I don't know how long it's going to take, but I think we have a, you know, we got a big head start with our Shark Tank appearance, mm-hmm. with us being the first like flavored nasal inhaler available. And so anything that's not going to help that mission out, like I'm just going to kind of avoid. Are you at, by the way, when your, when your show re-ran, did you have that huge spike again and did it drop really quickly right after or what? night it aired, we uh, hit about 50% of what we did the first, the first time. time. And then it did drop off a bit quicker. Right. So it wasn't as big of a, you know, as a push. But I think it gets, like, syndicated on, like, CNBC and, like, all these other places. Oh, God, I'm, yeah. I'm like, just keep showing it. Like, yeah. it's going to be a nice little bump, I think, anytime we get re-aired. But I don't know how often that'll be or when or where, but right, right. And what do, what do you what's your what's your projection for revenue come the following this following year? So this year, um, right now, I think we have projected to be at about two. Um, okay, that's that's and, a good jump. From yeah, one that's one. a that's a good jump, and I definitely think that's doable. If we get into some of these retail accounts sooner, it could be higher, but usually from what I'm now learning with my new sales guy, mm-hmm. who's great, it's going to take a little bit longer. Like you'll get some tests going and then, Hey, they'll be, they'll be doing a category review and then mm. they'll push you into stores on the West coast and then East coast. And then, so it could take two, three years. I don't know, but I think at least online, we're going to be able to hit 2 million this year. Oh, that's good. And then yeah. how about trade? Are you, are you doing like the natural like expo and all that stuff? Yeah, we're doing expo yeah. West this year for the first time. For the first time. We're pumped about that. that. Yeah, it's the best. I love that trade show. Wow, I love it. So you've never been before as, no, a, I've been. as a vendor? No, no not, as a vendor. not as a vendor. Yep, Where been. are you going to be? Are you going to be in the third floor? Are you gonna be we're like... going to be in the Hilton Hot Products. Yeah, Hot Products. Yeah. Oh, yeah so we'll be there, I'll which will be, we're like designing our like backdrop and doing all that right now. So it'll that's it'll great. be it'll be fun. And then we're doing... ASD, which is out in Vegas. Which one is the ASD? The it's a big, it's oh. like a really big show. A lot of different categories, but we'll be sitting in like the C store and like culture right on the border there. Gotcha. Okay, you're not doing Expo East, are you? No. Oh, okay. No. And we're gonna we're starting with those two, and then hopefully we'll start getting into more like distributor shows. Right. So like the McLeans and Cormarks and you know HT Hackney. Those are like they're distributing to all the convenience stores and some of these other places. That'll take a little bit of time, but that's the that's where you can go into the show and like you're just taking orders. Right. You know, if people like it, like, okay, send it to this, this, this store, and then they just pump the orders through McLean or Cormark. Whatever. Or whatever uh, the yeah, distributor whatever is. is. And then let me just go back one second. Did you was this your is it your first undertaking as an entrepreneur or did you try something as a kid? Were you always very entrepreneurial? Or this was kind of like my family, my parents were doing this and therefore it was a nice kind of segue into this i i've always felt very entrepreneurial my grandpa was an entrepreneur started a big garbage business from like scratch um my parents my sister's entrepreneur and so when i came out of emory i was looking for entrepreneurial type of roles i knew i wasn't ready to go do something myself i didn't have any experience i didn't know Mm -hmm. what i wanted to do and I was super fortunate and got hired on as the first employee at a company that's now called Snack Nation. So, I know Snack Nation. Really? <laughs> you were hired. Do you know Sean Kelly? Yeah. I know I Sean Kelly. Hi, Sean Kelly. So, I'm a friend of Sean. Well, Sean Kelly is the uh, other co-founder of Boom Boom. So. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I swear me? to God. 
So I was their first employee, Sean and Andy, our business partners. It was called Human Healthy Vending of at course, the time. I know Human Healthy, of course. So I was the first employee there. and Why didn't I know any of this? This is hilarious. And so, but the funny thing is, is we were building that business and that grew really quickly. And I was like, this was at year like four or five. And I was like with Sean and Andy and I was like, guys, like, I like got the itch. Like I got to go do something else. And like Boom Boom was always this side project that Sean and I had been working on. And they're like, look, why don't you stay here for a little bit longer? We can, you can either do like the micro market Los Angeles kind of push, which was like these markets building in offices, or why don't you take a stab at starting our, our e-commerce like direct to consumer box? And I was like, that's what I want to do. I get that email every day. And so (laughs) I did a bunch of research and I was like, guys, like, I don't think going direct to consumer is the, the path right now for this part of the business because there's so many people already doing it. But let's go B2B. Let's sell boxes of bigger, like bigger boxes to businesses. We have all of these leads that are smaller offices where we couldn't service with the vending program. I was like, we have all these leads. And so that was like the birth of Snack Nation. And so I grinded on that for like two years almost. I was packing boxes. I built the sales team out. And then I was like, I, I went all in with Boom Boom at that time. And then they were like, they had some investors and stuff at that point. And then they said, we're running with Snack Nation, like that's like the whole business now. And they have like 150 people. They've raised a bunch of money and they're they're crushing it. They're and crushing Sean, it. So Sean and Andy are both like my mentors. They're awesome. Oh they're, they're my friends. God. Yeah. You know what's so funny? I was thinking the other day, I'm like, okay, you know what? Tell First of all, you want to tell Sean that you came on this podcast yeah. and tell Sean to come on this podcast because yeah. I would love to have him. Yeah. I love Snack Nation. I love his whole story. He's a, he's a go-getter. Oh, Sean. Yeah. yeah. Sean is a hustler. Yeah. He's, he's super, a hustler. Super smart. He yeah. is really great with people. Yeah, he um, is. He knows how to build a business. Like that's how I was able to honestly, you know, take Boom Boom and just run with it because of everything that I learned, you know, working with them. That's so, great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. I love to, yeah. end, I love that we ended with that. Like that yeah. should have been the beginning really, yeah. right? Like <laughs> I had no idea you were at Snack Nation. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing the whole thing. And by the way, Snack Nation as like the human was, they had like healthy vending machines is yep. basically what the company started with. That, yeah. Healthy. You think of vending machines and it was healthier for you snacks. Yeah. Healthy for your snacks. Yeah. And we had a bunch of franchisees all around the country and it was, it so was smart. Yeah. And then that morphed into this business because a lot of companies now offer free snacks for their employees. And so Why not make we it were healthy? just, yeah, we were just calling office managers and HR managers and saying, look, like your employees are currently eating crap out of the, out of the vending machines. Like let us send you a box. It's cost 250 bucks a month. You're going to get 150 snacks and it's a subscription business and mm-hmm. it's, they've, I mean, yeah, they're, they're doing well. So. Yeah. They're doing, they're, yeah, they're doing okay. That's for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That, well, funny. Well, okay. So I got to end with this. What is, what is your morning routine like? Because I asked that to everybody because I'm all about habits and routines here yes. at Habits and Hustle. Yep. Um, so give me like a day in the life of you. Yeah. So I recently had a, a baby. Well, my wife had the baby. You had the baby? My wife, <laughs> one and a half years old now. So that's, yeah, thank you. It's okay. been amazing. Peter is his name. Oh, very cute. And that's changed things a little bit, you know, obviously. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> um, I get it. But when my morning routine, in my morning routine, I'd say is hit about 80% of the time. If Peter's up at four and was crying, things get shifted. But um, if I'm not working out, I'll usually hit my workout in the middle of the day. I'll get up, I'll do- What time do you wake up? 6.30. Okay. Yeah, I'll wake up 6.30 unless I'm up 
with Peter earlier. Uh, but 6.30, we'll do a big glass of water. I do 50 bodyweight squats, 50 push-ups, just to like get going. Get the blood circulating. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Um, always do a, just like a small breakfast. I always make bulletproof coffee probably like 80% in the morning just to kind of feel a little bit more full and I feel like get more out of my coffee. Um, but do that, avocado, maybe an egg. And then before or after my morning huddle with my team, um, I do 20 minutes of meditation. So 20 minutes of meditation twice a day, 20. I do. Yeah. I took a transcendental meditation course and I'm like, I'm this, this is amazing. Like, why isn't everybody doing this? Yeah, people love that. People swear by that. Say so it's, it's changed their lives. It's yeah. transformed their lives. Yeah. Especially the kind that what's trans, transcendental. transcendental. It's just, it's mantra based. So just, it basically you focus on a mantra, um, not out loud. It's just in your head and it, it allow your brain wants to go towards things and focus on things and think of things. And when you can bring it back to like a, a mantra, mm -hmm. it helps it calm the mind. And so I've seen amazing benefits from that. I always try to get 20 minutes in twice a day. Sometimes I only hit it once a day. That's amazing. I can't even do 20 seconds. Yeah, it's well. And the crazy thing is, is like right up there with eating as clean as possible and working out like meditation is at the very top of the list with those two things. And so that's been a, a game changer for me. I took that course in April of this year or last year. So it's been, geez, like seven, eight months or whatever right. that is. Um, and then I'll just, I'll crush through the work day. I'll usually get home to relieve the nanny uh, at like 3.30. So we have the, a nanny a few days a week, 8.30 to 3.30. And then I'm on dad duty until Chelsea comes home. And then we do dinner together. And then uh, phone, we try to have our phones like down and just like off, you know, somewhere else by like 8, 8.30 and then in bed by 9.30. You go to bed every night at 9.30? We, our goal is to be in bed at 9.30. Interesting. And I love that because, you know, um, I, I ask this to everybody, not just from this podcast, but from my Forbes column, whatever, anybody who's an entrepreneur, successful person. And it's the same, some, of the, some of the things are very, very similar no matter yeah. what, you know, waking up super early, going to bed super early. Um, and meditation is up there as well. You know, the only difference is you said the other kind of meditation, which is why I think, did you start with like basic? I wouldn't say basic, but just I did, I meditation. Like, and then you kind of ricocheted more into transit, transcendental. I was I using, yeah, I was using like um, Headspace, the app. Yeah. And um, good app. <clears throat> Yeah, great app. And I I guess for me, I wanted to have, and, and I, I still use that app sometimes, honestly, but I guess I wanted to have a little bit more like coaching behind it, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Like, hey, like what is, there's a lot of studies on like mantra-based meditation mm -hmm. where they're showing like different brain activities and brain waves coming in at different, you know, different times. And it's like, I wanted to learn about that and be like, what is like the science behind this and why, why is it working for people? And that's what I got going and taking that course. It's like a four day thing. What is like the an, science behind it? Um, it well, it's really about your, your mind focusing. So there's a, f a few different types of meditation, but when you are like intentional meditation, mm -hmm. for example, and you're like setting an intention that's, and you're thinking about that and you're going over it in your head, like that's, that's one thing, but your mind is still going to be going all over the place. Whereas with, with transcendental, you 
come, you're, you allow your mind to wander and that's okay. It's totally fine. You're allowed, you can itch yourself. You don't need to be sitting still. You know, you're just kind of sitting there, but you always come back to the mantra because mm-hmm. it just, it really does allow your brain to get into a place of like deep, like calmness. Mm-hmm. And like, you can come out of that feeling like everything's kind of like, at least for me, like kind of slowed down a little bit. And like, um, you know, it seems crazy, but like the leaves are brighter and like the sun is, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. Everybody has their own experience with it. So I don't want to put things out there that people aren't experiencing. But for me, um, it's been, yeah, it's been pretty cool. Right. It's your experience. Everyone has a different unique experience. And And I think like, it's one component of like a healthy lifestyle. Like if I'm eating like crap and, you know, staying up late and smoking cigarettes, like I don't think you're gonna have the same impact as if you're, you know, Hey, I'm eating super clean and I'm getting good rest. Like I think your body will respond a lot better to something like that. So it's holistic. It's It's everything combined. It's It's not just one, it's not a one-off. Yeah. But you're but you're saying the game changer for you is this transcendental meditation. Yeah. And did well, you work up to twenty minutes? Um, or you were like, yeah, sometimes I I only hit ten. Right, the goal is twenty. 20 okay. You can do it for five. You're going to get the benefit out of it. I think if you hit it for that longer period. Um, that's so that's been that's been a big game changer. And then I think the just to kind of like pose it out, the other big thing for me specifically has been the last couple of years, like really waking up to like what foods are good for you and not um, okay, yeah. and like really going down that path of understanding like hey these things are going to be good for you these things are not and like do everything you can to eat as much of this and as little of this and like before it was more of this like unconscious like oh like okay that's fine I'll do this and like mm-hmm. I'm working out but like I did see some negative impacts on my health through the foods I was eating and like since then i I'd lost like 35 pounds and like had some brain fog and like some weird things had come up. Wow. You've um, lost a lot of weight. You're so skinny. Yeah. It's like I'm slim. <laughs> it was, yeah. It's just eating, eating things that. Be more conscious of what you're putting in your body. Yeah. Um, so you're thinking, so that's basically it. I still think that that med- that transcendental meditation though, I think it does do like any form of med- meditation from what I'm told. Cause I'm still, I'm still practicing, trying to practice this is, um, a real game changer. Yeah. Yeah. For people. Yeah. I like center them. For sure. And calm them. I think, you know, most people, if you would have asked me a year ago, would you be meditating twice a day? I would have been like, you are absolutely out of your mind. There's zero percent chance I'd be doing that. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> and look at you now. Things, I think things come to you when you need them. I'm a big believer in that. And when you're like ready for them. Um, and some people need different things than other things. Mm -hmm. Right. And so for me, that was something that kind of fell in in my lap and I was like, okay, I'll try it out. And yeah. And it worked out for you. (laughs) Well, okay. Well, I think that's good. I think I, I think I covered everything with you unless there's anything else you want to talk about. I'm, I think that's great. I I think we probably should at least end with a boom, boom. Cheers. I think we should. Should we put them up our nose just for shits and giggles? Yeah, of course. All right. Mm. Mmm. Oh yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Ooh. Love it. Wow. Love it. Awesome. Thank you. Cool. Thank, Thank you. you for coming. Appreciate it. Yeah. Awesome. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you wanna learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.